Hello, I'm on my phone. Can you hear me okay on this? Yeah, great. Um, I okay. want to try something with you and see if you catch on straight. Uh, you will. Um, I've just laid down some ground rules. Smiling, yes. Laughing, no. <clears throat> Ready? <laughs> well, <laughs> let me cough it out first. Okay, yeah, smiling, yes. Smiling, yes. Laughing, no. Laughing okay. Back. Okay. Whoa, 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 whoa. Caught in a bad romance. Sorry, I love <laughs> Wait, so what's the rules for you? What's your ground rules? Have you seen that? Have you have you seen those reels where they do it? I think so. Okay, so I'm okay. I think we're meant to just keep singing it, and the rule is to not laugh. But okay, well, you can't laugh at your own singing. No, no, laugh at your. I can't laugh at my own. I'm not meant to laugh at all. I fucked it up. (laughs) (laughs) We just keep going until one of us laughs. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Apparently, I can't sing to you. Okay, you start. You start. <laughs> you fail your own thing, I your failed. own game. I failed, you failed your own game. game. You try mm-hmm. start. Well, let me. I have to think of a song I know. No, that's the you one. Can... That's the one. Oh, you, you have to use that one. Okay, okay, okay. Whoa, 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 whoa. Caught in the bad romance. Ra, ra. Oh, you go. You go. Whoa, caught in a bad romance. Ra, ra. Wait, do I say whoa, whoa again or ra, ra? We just keep going until one of us laughs. Ra, 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 ra. <laughs> ra, ra. Change song mid challenge? Oh, I thought I had it. <laughs> I thought you, the reels queen, would be like ready to go <laughs> and know this challenge. It's just okay. Same. So you just say whoa, whoa the whole time. It's just the start of that song the whole time. Oh. Like there's like a carload of a family, and someone will just start up and they keep going and like try to keep serious, and no one can. Oh, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> well, clearly, <laughs> I was I was uh, going my own way. Okay, I, I was doing day. my own thing. <laughs> I tried, I tried to sit up a bit. I tried. <laughs> I, was, I wasn't ready, Melanie. I was not mentally prepared for this. I know. Next time, you got to give me three to five business days to I be will. ready. I will prepare you next time, although I'm sure our listeners will enjoy laughing their asses off at what we did deliver. We we are very talented over here on of the publishing persuasion. Um and not very good at following the rules, apparently, oh. because I I apologize. I I didn't know what I was doing. It's fine. It's my bad. I should have told you before. <laughs> No, no, I should have known because I have seen those. Yeah, I should have known. I'm sorry. I apologize. I'll do better. Because you're looking glorious in your shirt. (laughs) Publishing persuasion. We are everywhere on this shirt. (laughs) We are all up and down on this shirt. I love these, though. To be honest, um, listeners, I don't know if this is on our merch store yet. It will but, be by um, the time I load this. 
<laughs> but they really are. They're really nice. Yeah. They're really nice. That's why That's I thought funny. we love the other ones so much. And it's like so nice on the days when I'm like, oh, I can't think of what I want to put on today. And I was just like coming out of bed. It's nice to have like a uniform <laughs> to chuck on. <laughs> yeah. And it, it is nice. And now we're, there's just no stopping us. There's no stopping us. And listeners, if you want to join us and have your own shirt with our faces all over your titties, <laughs> please do. <laughs> I might raffle one off when I get it up in the merch store for one lucky listener. What should we make Ooh. them do? We should Ooh. make them do well, something. They, they have to sing a song, I think. I don't know. I think... I think that only makes sense that they would sing a Lady Gaga song. Lady Gaga? Yeah, that's she's new. She's new to town. <laughs> Speaking of your dodgy pronunciation of things, I've had this sitting on my bed all morning, so I wouldn't forget. <laughs> but because you know my ADHD, I would have forgotten. Can you please tell our listeners how you would pronounce this thing? Do you know what this is? Well, is it cheese? Yeah, but it's a specific type. Um, I don't know what 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 is a gouda? No, no, you can't tell from the rind. Do I look like Those a cheese spots. expert to you? Oh my god, this... it's on your shirt, baby. Read your shirt. I want you. To oh, <laughs> that word. RuPaul. It's Parmesan. <laughs> Parmesan. I fucking lost it the other day when you were showing your shirt off in your stories. I was like, you said it even worse. You're like, oh, oh amazing, amazing, glorious Parmesan. I don't say Parmesan. It's Parmesan. It's a lot. <laughs> what do you you say? Parmesan? Parmesan? Parmesan. 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 <laughs> Parmesan. Parmesan cheese. <laughs> oh, I love it. It's so entertaining, you know, these little things. You don't like my Parmesan. <laughs> I love it. It just makes me laugh every time you say it. <laughs> okay. I got it all out of my system. You can go ahead and introduce the show now. <laughs> Whoa, 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 whoa. It's time for pub persuasion. Um, welcome to the show. <laughs> um <clears throat> I apologize for that. I am Angela Montoya, mm -hmm. uh, along here with the Parmesan cheese queen, mm -hmm. the Australian herself. She's a bogan Australian. <laughs> Uh, Melanie Schubert. She's a mole Melanie. of the highest order. <laughs> yes, she's a super mole. I know. <laughs> super mole. Uh, Melanie Schubert. Melanie, how are you today? I'm splendid, my friend. I actually looked up the word mole to double check. Apparently it's not the dirt mole, but it's not like a necessarily derogatory slur either it talks about like a gangster a gangster's wife or something or like a usually a prostitute oh. or something they said it, it like it's a slur but it's definitely like 
Yeah, I didn't realize that that's what like, and it's spelled M O L L. Yamal. <laughs> oh well, mm. we've learned something new today. Yeah, good to know. Who wouldn't? I would have never, ever, ever thought about that my entire life. So thank you for bringing that up. I live to serve. (laughs) (laughs) And you are serving today. What (laughs) earrings are you wearing? Ah, they're Uno cards. Oh, cute. Yeah. Did you see my earrings? I saw. I almost cried when I clocked them. They look so pretty on you. You did your hair nice today, too. Thank you. Just for you. No, I love them. Yeah. I love them. And it, it honestly, they're so lightweight. So I'm just putting, I'm doing a little commercial for you right now. They're lightweight. They're beautiful, but they really are so pretty. You're talented, my friend. Thank you. Well, I just copied for those ones. I just copied that picture you sent me that day. And I was like, I wonder if I could make something like that. And apparently I can. It's like that kind of one is more time consuming. But I had fun. It's like a little art project, you know. That's why when I fucked up yeah. for our listeners, the background, I, if you turn her earrings around, you can tell a pro <laughs> did not make them because I stuck the oven spatula through it. <laughs> but no, I love making no one will know. girls. Thank you. They look glorious. Good. How have yes, you been, my friend? I have been good. I... um. Yesterday I slowed down and I went back on my writing stuff and I like wrote out the backstories of my two main characters for this new circus book that I'm working on. Um, But I had to stop everything because I got past pages for Sinner's Isle. So we're like, you know, combing through all the stuff. Yeah. Um, So that's really fun. But I'm, I'm, it's a tight turnaround. I'm supposed to get it back to her tomorrow. So I got to go through. <laughs> I <don't> know. <laughs> Wait, yes. what? When did they give it to you? Yesterday? Today. This morning. Today. You have to do a pass yeah. on the entire book in one, in 20 yeah, hours. But it's just, yes, but it's going through her notes, which are, are not yeah. even really gotcha. notes. It's more like, <clears throat> sorry. Let me get some water. But it's more like um, change this word, gotcha. you know, repeat. So it's not a lot, but it is a lot, but it's not a lot. You know what I mean? No, no, that makes sense. So she's just got like a list that you have to go through and like approve the changes basically. <clears throat> yeah. So it's not a lot. Like I said, it's not a shit ton. Mm. Um, and then kind of we, because we, we're going to have a map for Sinner's Isle. So it's making sure that everything lines up in the book with what we have on the map. Um, So we were working on that a little today too, which was really, really, it's really fun. The map is cute. It's cool. (gasps) You've seen it. Yes. Glorious. Uh Um, There's this, they like, she, the artist made this like compass thing. And it's the, I literally will tattoo that to my head. It's so pretty. <laughs> well, you have to get a tattoo of it. I think um, maybe not on your head. But, I mean, I'll I'll support you if you decide on okay. facial tats. I will support you. Um, Actually, I was going to ask, you. and I was going to say this beforehand, but I feel like we need to, every week, we need to do, like, leading up to 
debut we need to do like sinners isle corner like what was your most exciting thing relating to sinners this week oh that's fun i appreciate that that's really really fun um that working on it today has been really really fun and like um but and then she also sent me today which was really really cool is that it's on it's the one of the most requested young adult books on NetGalley right now. Fuck yes it is. Fuck <laughs> yes it is. I mean I can't say I'm surprised but I'm just like yes. Let this oh my goodness. It's going to be I knew I knew this is going to happen but I'm just excited to watch it unfold. Oh my gosh. Dude, it's the it's so cool because it's I mean I've out, I've been out here working, you know, networking and all that stuff, but a lot of it, I I'd imagine is just, I'm hoping is just people that have seen it are just excited to read it. And, um, yeah, so yeah, so it's been requested by, it must be at least 10 people. I'm going to (laughs) say, just kidding. I would say a lot more. (laughs) Yeah. So we'll see how it goes. Uh, I'm not going to check. Like I was telling uh, in the uh, group chat, I was saying, I'm not going to check Goodreads anymore. Um, I'm going to stay off all of those things Mm -hmm. because we don't need that in our life. Yeah. Uh, You know, I'm just going to assume everybody says it's perfect and I'm good. You know what? I I can glean them for you. I can read it and just send you the good ones to pump you up. Okay, good. I'll take that. <laughs> and is there a way you can like thumbs down any negative reviews? Like give it a low rating? <laughs> give them a, ra- a low rating for their low rating? Speaking of um, bad reviews, I got a couple for you. As oh, good. As requested, I got you just a Thank couple you. this time for your beloved Twilight. <laughs> How, who could say something bad about Twilight? How dare they? Who I don't even know who they think they are. Who? <laughs> but I am ready. Are you ready? Yes. I managed to keep it to a neat four reviews this time. <laughs> okay. That the reel that you shared is so freaking funny. Of the one that you were reading, um, spare. What, what was the? Yeah, spare. That one killed me. Man. Uh, the funny part is the part that kills me every time I watch that reel is me trying to inverted commas clarify <laughs> by saying I mean the alien porn book you read. <laughs> clarified anything. It clarified nothing. <laughs> Do you want to clarify for our listeners what I meant by the alien porn book? No, I think, you know, I think it's fine. I mean, listeners, <laughs> hey, don't judge me. You know, we all have our thing. And apparently mine is is alien porn. But were they really aliens? Because that was their planet. You know, she was the alien. <laughs> they were know. just blue. They were blue just living their life, you know? So I don't know because uh, I haven't read the book. <laughs> you should. Why haven't you yet? I don't know, but I feel like is it on audiobook? 
I feel like I need it right yes. now. What's it yes, called again? That's how, I... I that's how I read it. Ice Planet Barbarians. Okay. My body's ready. <laughs> I don't know if she, I don't know if it is. <laughs> I have to confess though, one of my I used like I try to read good books before bed, but it wakes me up. Like I had to stop reading Kyla's book, The Fraud Squad, because I got too into it. And I was like awake, like, oh my gosh, what happens next? I actually do like put really poorly written, like often like romance novel and listen to that to put me to sleep because at a point you just stop giving a shit what they're talking about, <laughs> you know? Yes, this this might do it for you. Not that it's poorly written, but it is. I don't I don't know how to explain it. There's just there's something called a a quee in the book. His quee, I want to say, is what he kept calling it. Um, and do you mean his chi, like like Chinese no Chinese I, energy? It was it was that, but the the narrator kept calling it his quee, and so. It's his special quee. Um, maybe I'm maybe I'm pronouncing it wrong, but I, as far as I remember, it, it was alien quee. <laughs> I just remember giggling every time he said it. <laughs> Actually, you have to listen to the audio. I will now that I think. Of it. Yes, because it's so good. <laughs> I thought you were going another direction when you were talking about his quee. <laughs> His quee felt so strong. <laughs> he he has a big he has a big quee. His quee is big. Oh, they go there like they properly go there. Oh, Melody, they I'm, really go there. I'm so ready. Yeah. <laughs> Downloads on really, really now. <laughs> yeah, I'm crying. Yes, the first chapter's kind of honestly the first chapter's like a little rough hard to read because it <laughs> it it deals with something bad but oh. but the as as soon as she meets this this dude it's on so you've got to listen to it Who and listeners you? please just everybody let's let's just do this we need to do a little more monster books you know yeah let's normalize reading <laughs> alien porn books before bed <laughs> yes <laughs> all right well speaking of monsters you have some twilight I do goods. I do so uh -huh. this review this reviewer says so readers if you haven't listened listeners readers listeners readers both of you if you haven't watched our last episode where we've begun to read the best Worst reviews trolling the depths of Goodreads for you and today our featured tome is none other than Angela's Bay Twilight. <laughs> so this review says, don't get me started on the sparkly business. How am I supposed to find him intimidating if he's got a sparkly ass? <laughs> oh my <God>. Yes. <laughs> I searched long and hard for these, by the way. <laughs> Speaking, another of you, speaking of the oh-so-sparkly one, I get it, vampires are supposed to be well-nigh irresistible and they're supposed to have amazing powers, but Edward just needs a stake through his heart. 
though in the Mayapai universe, it's damn near difficult to kill them. It's rather laughable. A guy who's 117 years old doesn't have better taste in women, no pun intended. Oh, wait, Bella smells good to him, like a walking can of Febreze. He broods, he glowers, he shoots, he scores. Okay, he doesn't since we've got the whole abstinence thing here. That was kind of a snooty one. I think they were really just going a little too hard on Edward, I think. So hard. It's okay. Can I just, I have to tell you though, I was listening to the audiobook of, um, is it Midnight Sun? The one where it's his perspective. Um, I, yeah, I, I mean, I, I apologize listeners, but I had to stop listening to it because he was so annoying. He was so yeah. annoying to me. You know, everybody yeah. has their their thing, but like here he is. He's this vampire. You know, he's got all of these. He can go do anything he wants. He can go frolic, right? <laughs> but all he cares about is this random ass girl. That's yeah. all he thinks about. All he like concentrates on. Like, come on. If I mean, yeah, I get it. But why? Why when you have so many things going on in your life? But apparently he didn't. And so it was it was just annoying to me that everything was so Yeah. So broody. Which I guess I shouldn't have been surprised. But Yeah, she gets slammed a lot for that though. Like the like the more serious one star reviews were kind of like uh like there was very questionable behavior between the two of them anyway. And he's supposed to be this like 200 year old man or something and it's like why is he still in high school like why is he doing that and not like traveling the world or whatever it's like such a valid point yeah but you know I guess with all things fantasy you just let it go yeah and we're just here for the sparkles I think so I think most people were there for the sparkles <laughs> except for this person <laughs> human says Vomits aggressively, one star. <laughs> better repurposed as kindling. These are the tags. Annoying characters, better repurposed as kindling. Drive, drama to rival, rival my mother's soaps. Paranormal. The hype is strong with this one. The hype was a lie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> and lastly, I would not even wipe my ass with this book for fear my ass would get shittier. <laughs> Oh, that, that's my favorite I think that one top tier review right <laughs> oh my gosh that is so funny so I'm gonna try <sighs> these make some. me feel so good yeah yes so, don't they there's just a, such yeah. a wide variety of people out there and like I feel like if you do ever see negative reviews for your book it's just not gonna be it's gonna be from people who aren't your people you know what I mean like they can't, they just don't belong there. And that's the thing. For all these negative reviews, do we think she's crying over the millions she's made? <laughs> right. She's crying with her $100 bills. Yeah. Wiping those tears away. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah. No, it's true. And and like you said, it's like you're, that's, whoever's giving them those bad reviews, they weren't meant for that book, yeah. obviously. And that's okay. Everybody has their thing. Just like Midnight Sun wasn't for me, but that doesn't mean I, I don't love Edward. 
still, you know? Did you read the others? Um, yeah, like the yeah. original Twilight books. Yes, I did. I read them with my sister, uh, like back in the day, because oh. uh, she was she was a hardcore Twilight fan. And we would do the midnight premieres together. That's um, it was really excuse me. Sorry, I just burped. <laughs> yeah, so it was fun. That's so cute. Oh. Sorry, I just burped. <laughs> That's <Sorry>. gross. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, it did. It burped. You burped right on the frozen part, so it was good. No, I've had the worst. Um, al- I don't know if it's allergies or just mm. a cold or whatever, but I've had it since probably the last time we recorded and so that's really? why I have to keep chugging water because my throat dry yeah poor thing but how like um, I'm okay. have you I know we were both like kind of taking it slower with our drafts this week have you just kind of like been not writing at all yeah I mean I think Monday I wrote a little like I've been writing little bits mm. um but not a whole lot but what I did yesterday was really motivating honestly Mm. uh when I went back and just like worked on their you know backstories Mm. um and I just and I went on Pinterest and just like scrolled through um I you know pictures and ideas and it was so like gave me all the things that I feel like I was missing and I needed Mm. uh so I feel like I'm ready again when the time comes but obviously not not until at least tomorrow yeah yeah but probably tomorrow i'll take a break yes i love that yeah. you love but how about you how's everything going with you yeah good. i do i've i'm Are waiting you for now? your uh i do it for a mood board i'm waiting for your mood that's like the montoya special where's the mood board for the new book that's what's been missing oh, that's true yeah that's true I'm gonna have to do one I think you're right Melanie yeah I might as well let's challenge ourselves to do it one day next week maybe but no I think um I think it's been actually really good and I know we talked about this even just in dms about yeah like not not pushing so hard with this one because it hasn't felt right to push as hard you know, like without other books, it felt really right to like draft race and push through with those ones and like write as if we're on deadline. But yeah, I feel I actually didn't write at all this week and I feel like it's just what I needed. Like I'm getting excited now to write again. Sometimes you just yes. need those natural breaks and like I kind of, I feel like your body gives you all these signals, you know, if you listen to it to like slow down and like take mm. And, like, we're so brainwashed as a society to ignore those signals, you know? Like, actually, like, relearning to, like, lean into what the body wants and needs has been something that, like, I'm just on a continuous journey with that. But, like, I felt proud this week that I, like, honoured that, if that makes sense. Like, at every point... Even the other night when we were chatting and I was like, oh, okay, I'm going to message Monty and let's do a quick 15-minute sprint. And I was like, maybe I'll wait and see if she messages instead of like over, like pushing, pushing to do it. And I was like, the Hmm. universe has spoken. A sprint's not happening today. Do you know what I mean? Like just, (laughs) yeah, I'm really grateful that I just took this week to just like, just kind of do whatever because, yeah, I really... 
I'm, you know me, I'm so anti that push, push mindset, but it's for good reason. Like I learned the very hard way what happens when you just keep pushing through. And like, we kind of brainwashed to think like that, right? That like, you've got to continuously find, like you're not valuable without continuously being productive is almost the mindset, like busy, 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 push, push, push. And like, that's not how I want to live. It's no way to live. And like having in a, in a past version of myself, ignored all of those things and experienced multiple burnouts, which eventually led to nervous breakdown. (laughs) We don't want to go there again. We will not go there again. And like, yeah, it's so cool to like actually be able to be present and be like, oh, I slowed down well before I felt burnt out. I slowed down because my body just Mm. rest this week. Does that make sense? Yes. Yeah. Yes. And it's a beautiful thing. I mean, slowing down is really hard it's so hard it's so hard and um and I did it honestly probably for the first time seriously Mm. um like two days ago I sat Mm. in my office I don't get good wi-fi which apparently I don't get it anywhere but I really don't get good wi-fi there Mm. and I sat there with a journal and I just just was writing whatever came to mind in the quiet like normally I'll put on maybe either background music or or whatever I put nothing on and I sat in the quiet and that was so hard to do (laughs) it was so hard to do to not reach for my phone or Mm. you know whatever get distracted Mm. um but I did it and it felt so good it felt so good to just sit in silence and um and then I even did it when I was driving like um I felt like a real mom um when I was driving with no music yeah (laughs) you know I felt like a real grandma um but I drove just by myself to get the kids or wherever I was going in silence and it was so Mm -hmm peaceful um because normally I'm either listening to podcasts or music or books or or whatever and I feel like I'm constantly like well this is my chance to feed myself with books or catch up on audiobook or uh podcasts um but sitting in the silence was was really nice um so yeah we're slowing down we're listening to our bodies yeah. And taking a breath this week. Yeah, I felt that from from oh. both of us, honestly. Like just the kind of like the foot off the pedal a bit. And it's not that I think we're both still super excited about the projects we're working on. It's just like going out, I think for like the last couple of years, I've constantly been working myself as if I'm on deadline. <laughs> and like it's achieved great things. But yeah, you need a break from that level of foot on the gas and and yeah, yeah, like I, I definitely, yeah, I think it's so healthy to promote that. Like, yeah, that I think we're both that mindset. Like we want to encourage people to rest first and like, you don't need to grind yeah. yourself into the dirt to deserve rest, to deserve self-care. Like there's, yeah, there's just, I mean, I grew up with a bunch of like stiff lipped European women who are just like, you just get on with it. Right. They just get on with it. And it's funny, like the older generations will be like, oh, mental health, well, it wasn't a thing before. This is like a new thing. That's a load of shit. It was a thing. It was just like in the shadows, right? People suffered in the shadows mm. and like didn't deal with it. And 
And it's like funny when you hear these stories. I remember a friend telling me like her mom was so like afraid of her being like speaking publicly about her mental health stuff. And then she shared with her much later in life that like one of her friends growing up, she'd like had anxiety and like tried to talk to someone this like decades and decades ago. And they'd like shipped her off to a mental asylum and no one ever heard from her again. So like the stigma that existed back then to not talk about it or like something's wrong with you or like if you can't cope. And I think that's why historically people just kept going because if you like didn't function the way everyone else did, you were singled out and like it became a thing, right? Yes. Yeah. I don't know what my point was, but yeah, like just like owning like just promoting this healthier mindset, you know, is something so on my mind and my heart lately to just like look after yourself before you feel burnt out, look after yourself before you have nothing left in the tank. Like, I guess I'm so passionate about that because I, I took the other route when I was younger, you know, because I was like, so, uh, I grew up in that mindset of like, no, you like normal people just get on with it. You just need to pretend to be normal. Yeah. But that's such a toxic mindset, like, and, you know, looking after your mental health is one of the best things you'll ever do, which at whatever that looks like for you, you know what I mean? Sorry, I got all random. Yes. <laughs> no, but I think it's a, it's a beautiful thing to talk about, honestly. And, yeah. and I even felt that um, a couple of weeks ago or last week when, mm. you know, I, I'm sure I'm, I'm positive we talked about this but Mm. I felt this need of like I have to post I have to do whatever the hell I can to make sure this book is out there and what can I do what else can Mm. I do um and someone just reached out and like well you have six months take a break you've got a while like the last two months is really sure put the pressure on and you know that that's your time to really push this book Mm. but until then take care of yourself and enjoy the process. Whatever comes, enjoy it. Don't just be so high strung of what else can I do? How else can I get this out there? And, um, and it was so just therapeutic to hear and, you know, like take this burden off my shoulders of what else, what else, what else, and kind of just sit in the, remember, this is a really fun thing. Yeah. Let all the those good little moments come to you and just celebrate them. And, you know, when it is go time, I'll be ready mm. um, because I'll be rested up. But mm. I think just things just come in these in waves in life. You know, at one point you and I were so ready to have a draft race and we yeah. did it and it was so fun. Yeah. And and we were tr- I think we tried to do it again, but it turned into a draft sachet. Um, you know, but I think each, every, we just have these different moments in our lives and we'll probably do a race again, but yes. not, just there not yet. right now. Yeah. And I think the break was just natural and necessary. Another thing that I find really powerful is every time you like prioritize something good or like healthy or whatever you give, you unconsciously give other people the permission to do the same. And that's what I'm real. That's something that's helping me be accountable and like choose my friends more carefully as I get older. Like just that realization that like, yeah, like when you do that, you don't realize who else is going to be like, oh, 
I could take a break too. Just like your friend said to you, hey, chill for the next few months. It gave you that like permission. And yeah, that's probably why I like to bring that stuff up on here because I'm just like, I don't ever want it to seem like we're just like grind mindset anyway, because we're not, <laughs> we're not, you know, <laughs> like we want to, we want to encourage a, a healthy mindset. And I think this week we balance. just balance. Yeah. Cause when we know when we want to grind, we know how to grind you and I, and like hundred percent, I'll be draft racing your ass again. But like, for this one, it's, it's a sachet. It's a gentle sachet. We're going to swish our asses down the boardwalk and that's right. <laughs> yes sashaying looking fierce actually that's what i've kind of been doing this last week is just binging on old rupaul seasons i'm so i love that journey for you so much you have no idea i'm so proud of my little rupaul's love child fledgling that i've created <laughs> um yes make sure you watch some of the uk ones they're so much less polished oh, but yeah. they're hilarious like there are they are as like mole level as you get, <laughs> but I love them just as much. You'll see, it's just less polished. But um, okay. I wanted to ask you I so much watched... about rumors. Oh, sorry, I just wanted because I just watched season six and it had an Australian queen. Yeah. Uh. Oh, Pooh, what's her name? It was Courtney or something. Courtney. But she's really famous in Australia, yeah, apparently. She is. So that's that's the one I just finished, and uh, I was like, I know all, you all about it. I'm gonna ask you all about it next episode, but we've got one minute to read this bio. <laughs> oh, we do. See, it doesn't show it on here. I, I'm sorry to cut you off. I was just like, oh fuck, we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna time out next ep. I'll ask you all about RuPaul's because I want a hot update on everything you've been watching with it. <laughs> okay. Um, so I'll just quickly read the bio of this amazing human, this human, <laughs> this amazing human, this kindred spirit. Danielle Parker is a young adult author from California. Danielle holds degrees from UCLA and UC Berkeley. A high school teacher for a decade, a high school English teacher for a decade, Danielle's talent was helping reluctant readers find their favorite books. When she's not writing, she's at the park with her young son. Danielle, her partner, and their toddler now live in the Pacific Northwest, where she is always thinking about dessert. I love that for her. <laughs> yeah. Love that. Love her. Let's get her on right now. Hey! Hi. I'm sorry. Hey, no, no. You are good. We're happy to have a, get on a little earlier just for you. Melanie was racing home, but she's ready. I'm so sorry. I totally goofed. And no, I was like, oh, Melanie said an hour. What? And then I was like, what time did I? Oh, okay. Yeah. I wrote down the wrong time. Cool. 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 Oh, no. Is this still? I know. Yeah. If you have to go early perfect. or something, don't stress. No. It's just my son's out of the house. So it's quiet. <laughs> gotcha. Yes. That's always really nice when all <laughs> the family is out of the house. Yes. And yeah. you can think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anywho, thank you for being flexible. No, I'm I'm sorry that it was rushed. I, and I still got my coffee, so don't even worry. I was just like, I'm out getting coffee. But lucky I picked the shop only five minutes away. So I was just like, choo-choo-choo. Amazing. <laughs> yeah, her adrenaline is going. She's pumped. She's ready for this interview. So we're good. Yay. <laughs> but we're so excited to have you on. I mean, how fun is this? Like, you know, all these years later, You've got a book coming out very soon. 
I mean, I'm just so excited to have you on. This is I'm great. so happy to be here. Yeah, it's such a full circle moment. Like it's just really, it's really cool. It's really cool. So thank you for having me. Of course. It is, yeah, it's all our pleasure. I I promise you that. <laughs> Any friend well, let's get right into it. Oh, yeah, go let's ahead, do it. No, I was just going to say any friend of Angela's is like literally my new best friend at this point. I'm just like, she just knows good energy people. And mm -hmm. I'm like, welcome to my family. <laughs> Yay. Yes. <laughs> Happy to be here. Yes. I noticed that um, every time after a show, Melanie's <laughs> usually slipping into everybody's DMs on the side. You well, know, actually, she cheats on me. Actually, Angela, they slip into my DM. Oh, <laughs> you're actually our favorite co-host, by the way. I'm so glad Angela introduced us. <laughs> Instant besties. Yeah, that feels right. Okay, well, let's get into Melanie's newest besties, Danielle. <laughs> let's get into it. Like, can you just tell us a little bit about yourself? Did you always want to be a writer? So I always wanted to be a writer. I never knew it was possible. So it's like, I just pushed it to the side. I was like, you know, I like to write. I like to do this thing. I studied English in college. I became a teacher, right? Like I taught writing. I taught about being creative. I just never really pursued it for me. And then one day I was like, okay, just do it. Like you just have to try. And then the way things fell into place, it was just like, oh, yeah. Like, yeah, this is it. This is right. <laughs> that's amazing it's like the universe was waiting for you totally they're like well when you're ready girl come on like let's do it <laughs> I love that and growing up like were you you know secretly writing in your journal I mean were you a big reader growing up as well I was a huge reader I'm an only child so like books are my best friend <laughs> reading all the time I was a journal girly like writing down all my sad thoughts I was a wannabe poet for a while, right? So just like <laughs> all the feelings on the page, yeah, from a very young age. Yeah, I love, I that. love that. What was your favorite uh, uh, book growing up? Did you have one? Oh, I was a babysitter's club girl. Like, really? Yeah, I, I know. Yeah. What about you two? Oh I was I, I liked I honest I love the Babysitters Club. I want to say Babysitters Club, like the Boxcar Children. Mm -hmm. You guys watched read that one. Goosebumps was uh, Goosebumps was king. Goosebumps I was everything. I see that for you. I so see that for you. <laughs> for me, it was like Narnia. I was like, well, I grew mm. up quite conservative, so like Narnia was kind of the only thing that like slipped through the cracks very early on. <laughs> And I just reread Narnia over and over and over until I was like, eh, I'm gonna go to the library and get whatever I want. <laughs> How funny. Yeah, are they are they do like inform our personalities, right? I do. <laughs> yeah. 100%. It's true. It, it feels like that. Did you watch the because Netflix recently, didn't they do a babysitter's book? Yeah, I haven't been able to watch it. Just because like it's so precious and it's so tender to me like to see and I know they've made some changes and I'm sure they're great but I'm just like I have to keep this little memory <laughs> safe. Yeah. That's yeah. I and it is honestly like any kind of remake has been kind of it is kind of hard to watch. Goosebumps did a good job I think. Goosebumps is always so good. <laughs> I still get scared. <laughs> <laughs> I know. No, we watched um 
we watched, you know, like, I don't remember when it was like, what was it like the eighties goosebumps, like the series or like early, you know, nineties, probably in the nineties. And uh, we watched it with our kids, you know, and they were probably like 10, Alicia's probably 10. And, um, and we watched uh, Lily D, which was like a, a doll, kind of like slappy, you know, the doll, mm-hmm. the mummy or not mummy, but um, dummy. And so she was a doll. She was like American girl doll that came to life and like, and we had just bought my daughter all, you know, all these like dolls and she had an American girl doll. And then I just noticed one day all the go- all the dolls were gone. <laughs> of course. Yeah. No about- chances. <laughs> something about dolls though. Like they're just, they're just creepy, especially like old dolls. They've just got this like slightly possessed vibe about them. Oh Yeah. <laughs> You know, you're like, did that move at night? Like, what's what's going on? <laughs> oh my gosh! Yes, I've seen someone know. recently putting fishing wire on reels, and then they pull the doll up to scare uh... their family at home. And I was like, I would just faint on the spot. <laughs> That's not nice. <laughs> <laughs> it's terrible. And I suddenly have this uh, memory of being back at college with my friend Ange, and we'd go to like old run down haunted houses and like take photos of like messed up dolls in the like <laughs> decrepit old houses <laughs> I didn't think either of us slept for weeks afterwards <laughs> there's a story there I think there's a story <laughs> in that <laughs> <laughs> yes I think I have to reflect back on it again. a horror story in there <laughs> I think so I mean I think that'd be fun I, that might be a fun thing to explore so let's, so I want to get back to your writing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah sorry. Oops. <laughs> we went off, but, but in the best way. But so, okay. So when did you decide, like, I want to start writing and, and how did you get from that to where you are now? Sure. So I think maybe four or five years ago, I was like, okay, take this seriously. So I just started writing every day. I wrote like a middle grade, another YA, and they were all not the best. You know, they were learning. I was learning. (laughs) And then, oh my goodness, maybe, yeah, about three years ago, I wrote You Bet Your Heart. I finished it like just a month before Pitch Wars, the application was due, right? So the timing just was like, yeah, if you've got a full draft, like see if you can apply to this thing. And so I applied and I got in and it just like the dominoes just fell in place and it all is like worked out so beautifully. It's like such a, I'm so thankful. Wow. That. Yeah. I'm like convinced um, lately about you, the universal timing of things, you know, and like sometimes I look back and I think like I really wanted something and it felt like it was everything. And I, mm-hmm. and like, literally I'm like, no, but if, if I got that, I would have been miserable it's like mm-hmm. something I'm really learning to actually lean into and trust. So I love hearing that you just like kind of the pieces just fell into place in the right timing. And but what yeah. was Pitch Wars like for you? Pitch Wars was really great. Um, I had I, my mentors were really fantastic. It was intense, right? Because it's the first time that you're like editing or you're learning how to edit while also editing. Awesome. So I was reworking the draft um, and it was hard. I didn't think I was going to make the show the showcase. I think. I finished maybe like the day of or like the night before. Like it was just really intense. The timelines were fast <laughs> because, you know, you're also like 
uh, I was also a mom and I'm, you know, working and doing things, but I learned so much and the draft improved <laughs> so, so much. <laughs> yeah. So it was, it was a great learning experience. Mm. I know I I'm sure I've said this time and time again on this show, but Pitch Wars was one of those things that was like this boot camp of what was to come. You know, it was this mm -hmm. taste of the the chaos that is publishing. And um, yeah. before that, I didn't know what an edit letter was. I didn't oh, yeah. know how to navigate an edit letter. And I kind of feel like if I didn't have Margie to help, like to get on the phone and like break things down, I would not know how to do this um in the real world and a hundred percent you know like, I a probably million would just percent. be in a hole somewhere still crying after my first edit letter uh you know from our editor you know so. yeah totally a hundred percent it really kind of reframes getting feedback in general pitch wars because like I feel like before that anytime someone would give me feedback even when it was good I'd be like they don't understand me and my craft. I'd be so cagey about it. And like, I, to be fair to old me, I was always respectful. I was like, thank you so much. I'll take it on board. And like, but inside <laughs> I'd be dying, you know, like, I'd be like, how could they think that? And like, yeah, I feel like it was a real reality check of like, that's actually just part of the business. And if you don't like that, it's going to be a problem. I mean, nobody Absolutely. likes it. Nobody likes it. But like, if you can't, like take it on board and mm -hmm. and it, and see the value it brings to your work. Mm. Absolutely, yeah. Definitely learned how to share my writing, <laughs> which mm. is like a big piece mm. of it, and get comfortable with sharing it. A hundred percent agree. Mm. That is it right there. I still have a hard time. I mean, I've gotten much better about sharing my mm. writing, but I always want to be like, okay, here it is. But, but let me explain everything I was thinking. <laughs> let me explain my thought yeah. process, why. Um, and if you hate it, it's fine. I'll just be in the corner. Uh, so <laughs> it, being a writer is so weird, you mm -hmm. know? Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's fraught. We both want to be seen. And then we're like, but don't look at me. <laughs> yeah. Oh, 100%. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is about it. What made you um, like choose to try to apply mm. for Pitch Wars. Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. You know, you had just finished writing and... So, you know, what's funny is I queried that book because I said I had a month, right, before um, Pitch Wars actually started. I was like, let me just see what happened. And like, it didn't, There, nothing happened because it wasn't ready, right? <laughs> so <laughs> I was like, yeah, you know, I think I need something to help bridge the gap. I need to learn a little bit more. I need... Mm -hmm. I need something. And again, Pitch Wars, it was just like perfect when I read about it, the mentorship program, everything it offered. I was like, I have to, like, this has to work out or otherwise I don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> yes. I remember that feeling. And I feel like the first couple of years when I applied and I didn't get in, I was like, it's over. <laughs> but it's mm -hmm. not. It's not. Like, obviously, like, just finding the right. I think Pitch Wars puts you in well, it used to, it puts you in touch with the people who could help you take that next step and elevate your work. It, it's like, Absolutely. and I think that was part of the magic, just the people. But like, I think for people who don't have an experience like that, you can still find that, but it's like the, the networking, right? Like you've got mm -hmm. to be networking, making friends, just learning about the industry more. And that mindset that you had of like, 
hey, I've reached a point and if I want to pursue this this way, I need to learn more. I feel like that is everything. Having that mindset is like the game changer. And there's so much to learn. There's so much yeah. to learn. Yeah. I like every stage. I'm like, wow, okay. Yeah. yeah, let me take notes. Oh, yeah. My red flag is if anybody tells me they have all the answers to anything. It's like my red flag, one of my biggest red flags in people. I'm just like, and okay, going the other way. <laughs> Probably not my people. Yeah, totally. <laughs> so once you finished, once the showcase was done, did you query right after? And then we did tell us yeah. the process of the querying and all of that fun stuff. Mm. We queried right after. I was lucky to get some, you know, a lot of interest from the showcase. So it sent it out. And then I think about a week after there was like, agents were like hey what's up you want to talk do you want to talk you know I had a few uh, it was and that was really interesting too right just having to talk to an industry professional (laughs) but it worked out and I signed with Pete Knapp at Park and Pine and he's just like he's the best I don't know what I would do without him and then yeah again it just like everything fell into place like so beautifully I don't it feels just like beyond me (laughs) I love that. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah, I see Pete Knapp. I see his face pop up all over the place. I feel like. Yeah. Um, Does he do um, DV pit too or something? I think he he did. Yeah. I think he was a part of that. Um, I'm not sure if that's still going. I think I got an email. Yeah. I saw the email as well that they're kind of, I think they're dissolving, um, but they're going to still do like the pitch event, but on discord, I want to look into that. Um, but yeah, but I saw his face there, I want to say, and, uh, he's out there, obviously Mm -hmm. he's out here cutting deals and making things happen. Yeah. Uh, Fulfilling dreams. Yes. How was submission Mm. for you? I like, I really know how like lucky and grateful I am. That was actually okay too. He's very editorial. So like. I should say that after I signed with him, we like really got the manuscript together. Mm-hmm. I think oh, it could nice. have gone out, but like, that's not his style. So he like, we worked for like another six months. And I mean, oh, we worked. Okay. Yeah. So it was like, towards the end, I was like, I can't revise this anymore. <laughs> like, This <laughs> is it. Um, so then submission was relatively smooth. I think it all wrapped up within like three to four weeks. You know, it can take longer, but just we had done a lot of work on the front end mm. that made it really nice. I know. Yeah. Ooh, sorry. No, I love, it. I, love, I love it. it too. Don't be embarrassed. Let's let's normalize this being the way. This should be yeah. the way. I love it. <laughs> Thank you. We did put in a lot of work. I will exactly. say that. Exactly. Like, I don't know if I've worked harder on one thing ever. Because by this point, I'd probably revised it like six full times like no exaggeration <laughs> oh man I can only mm-hmm. imagine how over your manuscript were oh. because like just getting out of pitch wars you're over overdone we have done we have worked this thing and then to yeah. go and get yeah. your agent pretty much right away and then <laughs> do it all over again yeah so do you do you hate your book at this point <laughs> <laughs> I don't hate it, but I can't work on it anymore. Mm. So I'm excited for it to be out and like 
it was the best I could do at that time. And she belongs to the streets now. So it's just (laughs) (laughs) whatever she does. (laughs) She's going to be glorious. I know this in my bones. And that's the thing, like you said, you, you work so hard on it. Like, and we talk about this a lot on the show, this overnight success idea. It's such an illusion. Mm -hmm. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, the grinding that happens behind the scenes to get to that point. I'm starting to feel like most writers have like a 10 year journey. (laughs) behind them before you see anything happen like real and I'm just Mm -hmm. like maybe that's just part of the learning days right like I I think so and I think what I'm learning is that things especially books like they just take time Mm -hmm. and that's okay like this book is gonna take time the ideas you know take time sometimes a little bit longer than I'd like but eventually it gets there and it gets where it needs to be yes I, I want to sit with that, honestly, because it it's tr- like so often we just want everything to go so fast, mm-hmm. but it really mm-hmm. just can't. There's so mm-hmm. many players yeah. in action that are doing their part, but it takes them a while to get to finish their part. And um, and books just take time. And even yeah. in the in the writing world where we're writing the stuff or we're drafting it it takes time and that's okay and And, um, you know it's okay and sometimes it doesn't feel okay because you just want to finish damn it yeah you've got to let it rest every once in a while absolutely and let yourself rest too absolutely that part yeah well let's talk about yeah right I mean I I feel Melanie and I have been kind of going over this a lot where (laughs) we were doing this draft race and now mm-hmm. it's become a draft canter. Mm-hmm. You know, it's more of a, a draft crawl, a draft walk, um, sachet. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It is a sachet now. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. It's a little sa- less of a race, more of a sachet. <laughs> we live a good sachet. 100%. Well, Will you tell us about your amazing debut novel, You Bet Your Heart? It sounds incredible. Can you tell our listeners what it's about? Sure. So it's ex-childhood friends who find themselves tied for the position of high school valedictorian and the scholarship that goes with it. And instead of leaving it up to chance, they decide to do a series, you know, best out of three bets. And whoever wins the bets will win the title. But, you know, it's more complicated than that. They have history. They may or may not fall in love. And, yeah, it's a fun little end of senior year romp. Yes, that sounds so wonderful. What inspired you to write this book? So my time as a teacher, I was a high school English teacher for a while and I had two students who were so brilliant. Oh, they're so brilliant, but they hated each other. And it was just so funny to watch, right? Because they're in the same classes. It's like the same assignments. And they just bicker, 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 bicker. <laughs> and I thought it was so fascinating because actually they were so similar, right? They were like so similar. Mm. Like they should have been best friends, but they couldn't see it for whatever reasons. So they they always stuck with me and they stick with me now. They're going to be like change the world president soon but I was like oh this could be a cute story like oh and then what if it was like a love story like oh so yeah just I freaking I love like academic rivals to to lovers you I don't think you could beat that 
because there's just something about like the extra hate that they have for oh, yeah. each other. You, it's just so perfect. Oh, I'm excited. Thank yes. you. I know we have like four weeks. Will they know that they or they're like long gone students in a distant past, or will they somehow know that they were connected? Oh, gosh, I hope I could find them and see them again, and yeah. like be like, "You inspired this." I would really love that. Yes, <laughs> you have oh, to let us so know cool. if you do. I will. Yeah, we'll circle back. It might be the start of, of their love story, too. You just never Ooh, know. I know. Oh, that would be funny. <laughs> <laughs> it happens quite a lot, though, doesn't it? Like old high school people meet up again later and then they hit it off really quickly. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. Hear I hear that's a thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe I just made that shit up right now. That's also possible. <laughs> No, I think so. I mean, for the older generation, it'd be like they're sliding and they find each other on Facebook. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't think I don't think the you younger gen down. is on Facebook. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> sliding into Facebook DMs. <laughs> now, what I want to hear more about is I know and I was like dancing on the spot when I realized that you and Angela are imprint sisters at the Joy Revolution. What's that mm-hmm. been like? That has been wonderful. I think it, it just expands upon what we were talking about earlier about being just, I've learned a lot. I've learned so much. And I feel like everyone I'm working with wants me to get better. They want the stories to get better. Um, because again, I know I have so much to learn and I'm open to learning. And they're just like, here, take it. <laughs> like, <laughs> so it's been really wonderful. Would you say so, Angela? Yeah, honestly, it's it's been really, really cool. And just, um, and learning the process that all the stuff that goes into books is, mm-hmm. is amazing. And, um, and I'm, in, I'm intimidated every single time I get an email, like, oh no, here, <laughs> here it comes. Um, but then it's like, it's such a, a human thing. Like mm-hmm. we're all working on this, this thing together and they really just want to see it mm-hmm. shine and be the best mm-hmm. version of itself. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I'm so glad, like I was able to go through or with joy revolution because they really did shape, uh, you know, like Bria found a way and, and the Yoons found a way to shape it into this joyful thing that it was lacking that. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, you know, I just love, like, whenever I see Nicola always talk about, like, and there's more kissing, we always need more kissing, you know, and I just love, I just love them so much. And so it's yeah. really, really, it's like this exciting thing that I just want, like, all of our books to do so well, just for mm-hmm. them. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah, to- totally. Yeah, 100%. I love Yeah, it. it's you all no, should it's have cool. like a joy revolution sisterhood party or something <laughs> oh i would love that <laughs> we need more parties by the way we need just like more oh. events more <laughs> more parties introvert friendly events with like yes deep, like quiet desensitization rooms for when we're <laughs> overwhelmed from parties <laughs> oh that sounds perfect no i it's it's true. Like I want to go to all the like every bookish event I see looks so 
fun and special mm-hmm. and everyone looks like they're just having the best time mm-hmm. just seeing each other in real in the real world and and I think like there's nobody that gets each other like authors and mm-hmm. people mm-hmm. and so having all of those events is just so fun are you doing um any signings so we're gonna do an event here I'm uh outside of Seattle so if you're in the Pacific Northwest come by I'm hoping to do something in Los Angeles, but it's still a little TBD. Gotcha. No. Yeah. Well, I'll just fly up there. I'll just fly Please. up Please, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You have to. I was going to ask, is it nearby? Will you be able to go to each other's events? Uh, not, not super not close, super. Melanie. But yeah. But I come light. to California a lot, so you might see me there. Good. Oh, how are we 10 minutes out already? <laughs> I just saw the time pop up. How has that happened? Um, I think the time is fake. <laughs> time flies. Uh, well, time does. It's time wild. Goes by. Well, what is your writing process like? Are you a pantser, a, a plotter? I am so naughty. I like <laughs> want to put myself in time out. I'm a pantser, just like. Yes. <laughs> just you know like no abandon and it it, it goes against who I am because I'm also a Virgo <laughs> like I read all these craft books and I know like I need to like organize a little bit but I just pants I love but I think in, I honest I do I know I know Melanie loves it I think like in reading those craft books though like your brain just like marks it puts it back in you know the back of your head space of like Okay, we know how to get to these points. I so hope let's so. just fly. I, yeah. yeah, I hope so. I think I think so. That's a good point. <laughs> that like latent knowledge that you kind of like learn and just sits there and kind of imp- it mm-hmm. like impacts your choices, even if it's slightly, but it's there. Hopefully. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it is. It is. Yeah. yeah. Do do you have a favorite uh book on craft? I'm I'm taking notes for mm-hmm. later. I need to oh. I've re- I've read like all of them. <laughs> really? I really, yeah, I really, I enjoy them. Like when I get in writing funks, I just see what like other writers are doing. Mm. Um, have you read Making a Literary Life? No, I really like no. that one. It's an older one, but it's really good. I Yeah, I'm a Save the Cat girly. Um, <laughs> there's one book called Seven Drafts that's about editing and it's, it's really good. Yeah, it really helped me to like redefine the editing process and just like be easy on myself on that first draft. <laughs> mm, I need that mm-hmm. one. <laughs> yeah, it's really good. It's like, yeah, your first draft is just your first draft and that's perfect. Like that's what it should be. Yes. <laughs> Angela and I have literally been talking about getting work in progress tattoos because we like need the constant <laughs> reminder that it's just a work in progress. It's not like set in stone because I literally mm-hmm. need the reminder daily I'm, I always get in my head about oh it needs to be fixed whatever so <laughs> please get those tattoos I love tattoos I love <laughs> for any reason <laughs> I'll join you yeah okay. you've said it you said it yeah. here first so yeah now it's gonna oh yeah happen. please I love it I'm Perfect. so down <laughs> all right well it's happening then it's official all right it's Yay. on I'm ready anytime. <laughs> you just say the word. <laughs> Same. Same Z's. Well, I what wanna... has been... Oh, go ahead, Mel. No, you go. I already knew no, where you I, go. I want to ask, what's been like one of the toughest parts for you on this writing journey? 
I think it's been my own like mental fortitude and just mm. I know imposter syndrome gets thrown around a lot but sometimes you're just editing and working so hard revising you're like is this good and you know you see the same words you see the same story beats over again and you're like no this can't possibly <laughs> work right so I think that's been um difficult for me it's just like reminding myself to like no keep your chin up keep going like it's difficult it's hard but like you can do hard things and like you'll get through it mm -hmm. and even if it is so far off or so bad like there are people who will help you like bring it back and reel it in you know mm, that's what's going to be my next question what is it for you that helps you bring yourself back like is it the people or like do you have mm -hmm. little you know traditions or things that you do like what's your way of getting like back to yourself if you feel yeah absolutely it's the people I definitely have like a few you know just really great people that help remind me like of how far I've come and then you know I just remind myself too like I think back to those like three years or five years like oh yeah you're here you know we're here so like be excited and stay excited <laughs> Yes, that's beautiful, honestly. And I love just having somebody there to kind of just like slap you and be like, yeah, bitch, yeah. you're doing great. Hello. <laughs> yeah, that part. <laughs> My brain is just going now like, bitch, you're doing a good job. Bitch, yeah. you're doing a good job. good job. But that's what needs to be like, <laughs> this, you know, that's what we need to hear, truthfully, because we are. Yes. Yeah. Another yes, tattoo. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> so what has been the most rewarding part of your journey so far that's a good one I would think just the growth yeah a lot of personal and professional um because there were a lot of challenges and milestones like I didn't think I'd get this far and I did so it's nice to surprise myself and it's nice to just like keep going and see that like the horizon is a little bit further than I had imagined and that's like been cool that was so beautiful you just lost me in the poetry of that moment <laughs> you need to write that shit down that was good <laughs> do you it's have like a, do you have like a quote that like you would want to share with us that like kind of moves you through things or like even a quote from your book if you want think I have any good ones from my book but I think about the Toni Morrison quote a lot where she talks about if there's a book you haven't read like you have to write it or you want to read if there's a book you want to read like you have to write it and I kind of remind myself of that all the time especially when I'm having ideas I'm like is this good I'm like you know what I want it I want to read it I want to write it I'm gonna do it yes that's it right there because we have to spend so much time with it and like if it's not something your like kooky little heart is like obsessed mm -hmm. with <laughs> when you have those days where you're like so over it, there's not that inspiration to keep going. And that's why like when I see people like trying to write to a trend, I'm just like, good luck. Good luck. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to need luck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, that's true though. And especially cause the trend because of how slow publishing is, by the mm -hmm. time you publish that book, the trend is gone. So oh, yeah, yeah, write the book of your heart for yeah. sure. Yeah. And you can tell when you're reading it too, right? Like when you're reading books where you're like, mm, that's something, so you know, like 
that's just, you know, it's just something's missing. And you can tell, you can tell with, I think you can when an author like really yeah. pours into their work. Well, I can't believe how fast our time has gone today. Like, I, I was shook when that flashed up as well. I was like, what? <laughs> it's been so it's wonderful nice. having you on. What's next? Thank you for having me. Oh, um, next is another YA. And then I have t- I've been tinkering with an adult. So we'll see. Mm. I know. I know. Oh, I'm excited. I'm excited to read anything you put down on the page. So adult, young adult, give it all to me. I am ready. I feel the same. I feel the same. Man, this has been so nice. It's been been so nice that it went by way too fast. I don't know how this happened. Um, (laughs) maybe it was my computer glitching and it just wiped time (laughs) it's genuinely weird I feel like we just got on like seriously I know I I could see Mel's face is just like her brain is ticking like how did this how did this happen um but but honestly we're just so excited for you and for this book and for all the amazing things coming um I pre-ordered your book feels like 5,000 years ago. So I am anxiously (laughs) waiting (laughs) for it to be in my hand. Thank you so much. And I'm so excited for y'all and this podcast and everything you do and for your wonderful TikToks that give me life like every day. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. No, thank you. Yeah. TikTok queen, queen of embarrassing herself, but it's okay. No, you're so funny. I love it. I love it. I love it. (laughs) Thanks. I mean, it's what people like to laugh at the most, isn't it? Yeah. Seeing other people like not take themselves too seriously and like fall over. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) TikTok is the new, is the modern funniest term videos, right? I've been thinking about this for ages. It's like replaced. Remember when funniest term videos was like, it was the thing. Like every family sat down to tune in. Yeah. TikTok now. Mm-hmm. that's it <laughs> well now every family will sit down to read your book yes <laughs> we're I hope so excited so. i hope so yes everybody <laughs> buy your copy of you bet your heart the world yes.